Welcome to Horror and More with Anya Gore. I am your horror mistress, Anya Gore. Tonight, I have a very special guest that I am so excited is here. This is Scott Leroy. Welcome, Scott. Hello. Thank you very much. Scott is a paranormal investigator. Okay, we're going to get into that in a moment. Scott is also a photographer, and he has combined his love of horror and all things scary into his love of photography. And you need to go check out the last set that Scott and I did because, damn, I'm proud of us, Scott. <laughs> yeah, we fucking rocked it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah. We killed it. Gonna fucking toot our own horn there. <laughs> fucking rights. So let's just, we're gonna launch right in. And for anybody listening, if you get spooked easily, I'm probably gonna tell you that the, now would be maybe the, the time to stop listening. What do, you, what do you think, Scott? Yeah, I have some pretty uh, intense stories to uh, tell everyone. Oh my god, amazing. I'm so excited. Um, so we're going to launch into the paranormal investigations that you do. I am so I was so excited when I when you and I first met, before I even had met you or knew about you, the first thing Melissa says to me is, "Oh yeah, he does paranormal investigations." And I was like, "Sold, done. I don't, he could be a serial killer. I don't care. If he takes photos and is a paranormal investigator, we're we're connecting. We're fucking set." Yeah, we're set. Exactly. So, what exactly explain paranormal investigations to somebody that doesn't know what it is? So, a paranormal investigation, we go out to um, clients' houses or historic places, and we use a whole bunch of different equipment and try and contact spirits, pretty much. Um, we use so many different uh, instruments. We use voice recorders to try and capture EVPs, which stands for Electronic Voice Phenomena. Uh, K2 meter, which measures electromagnetic magnetic fields because it's said that spirits give off these fields. Um, uh, there's There's just so many, really, that I can talk about. Is all of this equipment really expensive? Yes. <laughs> I've I've probably spent at least two or three thousand dollars. Really? Yes, but I mean recorders you can get for eighty bucks, but there's specialized equipment like um for example REM pods, they um What's a REM pod? They also sense electromagnetic fields but it has an antenna, so it's how close it is to it and it lights up and flashes and okay makes so I'll crazy be honest, sounds when you're when you're talking about this stuff i'm obviously as a horror buff in my mind i'm going back to thinking about these movies where i have seen people holding certain things yes so would this almost be like in Ghostbusters? Yes, I'm aging myself here. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! No. <laughs> where, where it's one of the things kind of lights up and gets light, like brighter and brighter as they get closer. 
Yeah, exactly, but we don't carry around, like, vacuums to suck up ghosts or anything. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I... I didn't think you were part of the Who You Gonna Call crew, but maybe you are. I don't know. <laughs> Venkman Jr.? Venkman II? <laughs> okay, so we should also preface this that this is not your full-time job, right? No, I, I do it as a passion. My full-time job, I'm an aircraft mechanic. At night, I'm a paranormal investigator. Yes, you've, you've lived like 30 lives. Yeah, pretty much. It's crazy. crazy. (laughs) So, okay, so let's take you back. How long have you been doing this? I started when I was 15, so... Wait, math is not my strong suit. You don't so... have to. You don't have to reveal your age here if you don't want to. A long time, I, you can say. I don't care. I'm 32, <laughs> so like 17 years. I think that's right. <laughs> yes, that is right. Bravo. Wow, thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so you've been doing this for 17 years. How did you get into it? Well, oh, excuse me, it just burped. Um. I started off watching ghost shows, and it really intrigued me. And like ghost I... hunters or like something else? Yeah, ghost hunters and um, ghost adventures. Okay. And it really intrigued me, and then I started using the Ouija board. And I was like, well, what Wait, if I use... by yourself? Uh, or with, no, with friends at this With time? a friend. Okay. And I, I just like... want to paint a picture of how, how <laughs> creepy you actually are doing this. <laughs> and, and and how what kind of level of comfort you have when you're I mean doing I've this on your I've, own. I've done it by myself so many times but oh, um wow. I was I was like watching these ghost shows I was like why don't I use a recorder while I use the Ouija board to see if I can capture stuff so uh the first time I did it I captured these fucking insane voices and it just hooked me um really like from your own home yeah from my parents house it was fucking insane i swear i don't have the clips anymore because my computer crashed but i remember this one clip and it was like there is a madness what that's you got that yeah in my parents fucking house and we in the paranormal wor- world we talk about class A, B, and C EVPs. So C is like you can't really hear it. B is like a word or two, and A is clear fucking sentences. My first time doing this, I got a class A EVP, which is fucking insane. Is that what is the likelihood of that? Is that a common occurrence? No, class A's are not common. And the Hmm. fact that I captured so many of them in my parents' house, which was built in like, actually, I don't know when it was built, 1990 maybe? Okay, so not that old. (laughs) Yeah, not that old. And there's these crazy EVPs going on. Interesting. Okay, so that hooked you. I sure fucking did. So who did you connect with? How did you get into doing this? Because you do this with a team, right? Yeah, so um, pretty much the first 10 years, I 
did it by myself. I started my own group. It was called Six Feet Under. Uh, we mainly investigated Riverview. I had a contact there that led us into all the buildings, which... Okay, so let's let's back that up before you get into anything further. People who are listening may not know what Riverview is. Yeah, so... so explain what the gloriousness is of Riverview. So we're in... Can I say we where we are? Oh, absolutely. Okay, well, we're in BC, Vancouver area. And there is Riverview Mental Hospital, which is... A massive mental hospital with like five different massive buildings and uh, the first building opened in 1914 so there's a shit ton of history there and then didn't it, it shut down for a period of time shut down in 2013 and then they recently have reopened certain wings of it is that right uh, they tore down an old building and built a new one for uh, mental patients but they mainly use the buildings for filming now. Right. And a daycare. <laughs> there yeah. There's actually a daycare. There's and a you know fucking daycare. You know what's hilarious about that is every time I drive by it, I think to myself, if I lived here, I would absolutely bring my kids to this daycare. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> of course the, you would. The, the kids, they, they get exposed to things, you know? They're at that age. Oh. It would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for kids like us. <laughs> it starts someplace. That's you true. think my kids are going to ra be raised without being into horror in some capacity? No, your kids are going to be fucking crazy. Yes, of course they are. In, but... in the good way. <laughs> Maybe. TBD. TBD. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so you have started, you had a contact at Riverview, but in the closed part, not in the newly built part that had current um, patients in it, right? So at that time, there was no patients in any of the buildings. Right, okay. So my contact let me into all the buildings multiple times. And would you go by yourself or did you always have somebody with you? I had people with me, but don't get me wrong, I've been locked in a morgue drawer by myself, I've been locked in isolation wards at night by myself. Fuck yeah, I live for this shit. <laughs> I'm insane. I love it, that's not insanity, that when... is... <laughs> you're, you're tapping into a world that not very many people get to actively participate in, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's my passion. I've gotten into Riverview. Do you have any stories you want to tell us about Riverview that you have experienced? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, there's... People are probably sitting there chewing their nails like I am right now. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bunch of main buildings. There's West Lawn, which was the first building as the male chronic unit. Uh, center lawn, which was admitting, and in the attic, uh, they kept the most psychotic patients. Then there was in an attic. Well, I mean, it's not like an attic like you think. Well, it's 1914. It could have been. But it it kind of was, yeah. Then there was Ooh. east lawn, which was the chronic female unit. North lawn was uh, tuberculosis. Ter 
tuberculosis unit. Tuber uh, yeah, I can't say that either. And then tuberculosis tur. Yes, and North <laughs> fuck North Lawn was the only building with an actual morgue, and there were, then there was Crease Clinic. So, where do you want me to start? Well, so describe. Okay, if you can remember, describe your first experience there. Um. Well, my first couple experiences, we always investigated outside of the building, which is crazy because there's actually tons of evidence there. Um, Center Lawn has an ambulance entr entrance. Pardon the interruption, but Scott, for some reason, just got booted off of our connection. And what's really crazy about this, I am not even joking. I've had fans come on. When I've done Instagram lives with anybody, anybody else, and I start talking about ghosts or spirits, I get disconnected. What? Not, yeah. That's fucking crazy. And that just happened to you. And I was, I was just about to tell a story that happened at um, Riverview. And it booted me off. Yes. Yes, it did. Something, you know, what's really interesting. And then we'll, we'll hopefully get back into your story because I'm itching at the bit. Um, <laughs> before I had kids, I saw spirits all the time. I've had a lot of paranormal um, experience. And then I had kids and I have not had one experience since. Aside from being on social media, talking about spirits. And anytime I'm talking about spirits with anybody, there is some kind of disconnect. That's sort of really... like, like I'm not supposed to talk about it or something. I don't That's know. really interesting. So you were back. So Riverview. Yes. You were explaining all of the various wings. Buildings. Buildings, right. I got kicked off after that. Okay. <clears throat> um, but... Uh, investigating the outside of the buildings there's center lawn there's a ambulance entrance and uh at the time the doorbell worked so we we're just fucking ringing the doorbell continuously pounding on the door we we're like ambulance here we have a patient for you come on open the door and over the recorder we got fuck you leave no <laughs> yeah <laughs> really yeah. I mean, so EVPs, you don't hear it in real time. And when you play back your recorder, you capture it. So but you didn't yeah. hear it at the time, but you heard it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So you two would be, is it you and one other person at this point? Uh, there was four of us, my ex-wife and uh, a good friend and his girlfriend. So you're being jackasses and harassing the ghosts and they're telling you to fuck off, basically. We were trying to get in. <laughs> well, clearly they didn't want that. <laughs> yeah, no. They're like, fuck <laughs> off. You're weird, man. That's intense. Okay, so then what happened? Or well, was that... that it for your first experience? No, that was it. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, not that that's it. That's well, incredible. Not even close to being it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Tell me more. Okay, so let's talk about Riverview. 
So each building I find has its own different type of activity and haunting. So uh, West Lawn is abandoned. Uh, it's all boarded up. <clears throat> um, I somehow got in there. I'm not going to tell you tell how I got in there. But, we, uh, all have our, we all have our ways. Exactly. <laughs> so my first time inside West Lawn, I was with my friend who's also a urban explorer. That's what photography is, exploring abandoned buildings. Um, he takes a bit longer taking pictures than I do. So I was just walking around and I was talking to Troy behind me. And like five minutes later... I turned around, there's no one fucking behind me. So I phoned my friend, and he's like, no dude, I'm on the second floor. So this whole time, I felt him behind me, but it wasn't him. Interesting. Did it feel, what kind of presence did it feel like? Did it feel bad? It didn't feel like anything. Mm -hmm. I just thought he was behind me. So... My one other experience inside that building, we are down on the first floor. Now, the first floor, all the windows are boarded up, so it's pitch fucking black down there. And there's one room, and uh, it um, we, we were standing outside of it, and we have head, headlamps, we can't really see too much. We hear this pounding on the fucking door. Scared the shit out of us. We opened the door. Nothing in there. Oh, God. <laughs> if that scared you, can you imagine somebody that's a novice? They'd probably <laughs> pee their pants. Okay, so on to the next building. Center lawn. Does it um, just, I just have to ask, because if any other women listeners are listening, they might, they're either going to hate me or they're going to laugh about this question, but... Is it craziest in the women's ward? For real. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to get there after oh Center God. Lawn, okay? Ah! <laughs> okay, so Center Lawn is Slow the burn one. story. Slow burn story. <laughs> Center Lawn is the building where the most psychotic patients were kept in the top floor, attic, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started investigating um i antagonized a lot which i've learned you shouldn't do so (laughs) the hard way share with the class how you were antagonizing oh oh, fuck yeah so uh this was actually outside building front steps of center lawn and i was i was calling out i was like why were you patient were you a murderer rapist you deserve to be here This is when I was younger, not on any teams or anything. Are you sure you wouldn't still do that today? Uh, I honestly wouldn't because I have been affected in really, really negative ways. So let me finish this story. Okay, I'll stop interrupting. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's all good. So I said all this shit and then I don't remember what happened. So this is an account from my friends. I started 
swearing, I mean, I fucking swear all the time, but I start being really vulgar and doing weird fucking shit. Um, they put me in the car, drove me off the property, and then that's when I started remembering, and what? my neck hurt so much. I pulled down my shirt, I had two fucking hand marks around my neck, like I was being strangled. You're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you. And you don't remember that happening? It's like I blacked out. <gasps> it's That's been one of my most fucked up, like, experiences. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, also, Central so that was that was almost like your comeuppance for antagonizing the spirit someone was just like i'm just gonna get in here and fuck you up and get you out of here yeah i'm never gonna do that again (laughs) oh my god (gasps) yeah so uh in the attic of that building where i said the most psychotic patients i've probably said that so many times now i have an evp i have it on my phone i can send it to you anya if you want um i don't know do i want to hear it (laughs) fuck yeah you do it's a male's voice, and it says, this is my house. Oh, my God. That's, like, straight out of, is it The Conjuring 2 or something? <gasps> I don't know. You're the horror movie fanatic. This is my house? Oh, this is my house. Oh, my God. Am I, I got goosebumps right now. Hey, if I'm I found me. it and played it over the headphone, would you be able to hear it? So explain, explain what this is. Okay, so this is my EVP in Centralon, the attic, saying, this is my house. Okay. Sarah saying okay in the background. Did you hear it? I heard this is. Sarah saying okay in the background. Oh, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I have goosebumps. (laughs) Alright, so, um, shall we move on to the next next building? I've I've, I've got my eyes covered and my mouth covered and I have no reason for it. The horror, the horror mistress is getting scared. Oh, wow. <laughs> Alright, so your question before about the female building. Uh-huh, uh-oh. East Lawn, female chronic. Uh, so, East Lawn has um, these magnetic locking doors so patients can escape, right? So oh, the light cool. switch is actually on the outside of these doors so we turned on the light we walked in there's a bunch of doors open and shit and uh all of a sudden the lights go out and we hear these slamming doors so the contact that i have let us in went back turned on light all the doors were closed okay wait I, slow me down here. Okay, sorry. The lights 
were turned off. You go. No, back. they were they were on. We walked into the hallway. All the doors are open because they're uh, the rooms for the. I think I'm still shook from that guy's patience. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> this is taking me a moment here. <laughs> Fuck. That really got under my skin. I was not expecting that. Okay, oh. sorry. I can play so much more for you. I don't I don't know if I want it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, you're in here. The lights go off from the outside. And then, yes. And then there's all the slamming sounds and shit. Uh-huh. And then all the doors are closed? Yes. Oh, my God. What did you do? You, you probably just kept going, didn't you? Yeah. I fucking yeah. kept going. I Back hear a bump of the too. night. I go towards it. Oh my god. Uh, okay, so many, if you had to guess in your paranormal experience, how many spirits would it be involved in shutting that many doors and turning off the light and uh I don't know about spirits, but the energy has to be fucking like strong. That's insane shit. So and by strong energy, what would like I only know because I've never done anything like that before. So I've never and I've never researched what people constitute as energy and demons and stuff. But in my mind, that's like demon level. Okay, so demons are extremely, extremely, extremely rare to oh. contact. Just so you know, and everyone else knows, like it's so fucking rare. Okay, so then my interpretation of big energy and demons isn't necessarily accurate in your experience no no like it's uh, a normal fucking fred fred was a janitor he could have tons of energy and slam all those doors shut really yes. you think like one kind of entity energy whatever could do all of that yes 100 really? percent. yeah what would make one have more energy? Oh, well, I guess nobody knows. That's a silly question. I mean, that's that's why I love what I do because we don't know, right? In my we... mind, it makes me think that the more intense the energy, the worse they are. And I don't know what no. that is. Media no. and horror movies. Okay, so one more th experience at East Lawn. This okay. one... And this is Blue still in the woman's ward? Yes. Okay. So, uh, um, one of the people I investigated with, she loved to go through drawers and look for souvenirs and shit, okay? Okay. So, there's bottom floor, there's an isolation ward. So, the rooms, there's fucking nothing in there, not even toilet, there's bars on the windows, and then the door has a small frosted glass window, okay? Okay. So we were in there. It was nighttime. Um, I asked them to walk me in this room and leave me in there for a couple hours. A couple hours? Yeah, why not? I why, want to get, why not? Why not? I want to get some sweet-ass fucking evidence. So, <laughs> okay, so I'm in this room. If... If I were to go into the hallway, to the right, is there's a nurse's station and a wall. You can't go anywhere. There's no door. To the left is the door out of the isolation ward. 
So they closed me in this room. I was like, okay, you guys leave me alone. So I heard the door shut in the hallway, but then I heard rustling in the nurse's station. I was like, fucking Sarah, I told you to leave. I want to be here by myself. The wrestling stopped, and through the frosted glass window, I saw the outline of a person walking past me. Now, the thing is, we went over this when they came back to get me, and they all left at the exact fucking same time. So there was just no way that she came back? No fucking way. Plus, I didn't hear the door close after the thing walked past. (laughs) So and, I just stayed in there with you for all of these hours of you being Yeah, and so this is interesting part of the story. They were on the second floor, opposite side of the building, and they heard fucking pounding on the door and me yelling. <gasps> and then so my friend Matt, he ran down, he opened the door, he's like, Scott, oh my god, are you okay? I was like, what are you talking about, man? He's like, we heard you pounding on the door and screaming. <laughs> Yeah. So what, they could just replicate human sounds now? You never know. Oh my, well apparently we do know. Well, maybe. (gasps) Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. So you were actually in there for a few hours? Uh, No, I told them to lock me in there for a few hours, but because they heard the banging, they came down... I was probably in there for like half an hour. And in that half an hour time frame, you experienced all of this. Yeah. Pretty much. Women are nuts. Yeah. I can attest to that. That's why I asked. (laughs) Wait, wait, no. I didn't say, yeah, I was agreeing with you. (laughs) Women are not nuts. I'm sorry. (laughs) The human species is nuts. That's true. Well, I mean, being normal is boring. It is boring. Boring. None of this would happen. Oh my god. Exactly. Alright, I have three more stories about Riverview. Oh my god. Riverview. Okay. Okay. Alright, North Lawn. Okay. The building with the morgue. Oh, fuck me. Why do they, <laughs> first of all, why do they have a morgue? What is it just like automatically assumed that if you're in the mental asylum, you're going to end up in the morgue too? That's fucked. Fuck yeah, people died there all the time. There's a well, fucking people... graveyard. There's a graveyard at Riverview. Well, I I mean, I that's fucked too. You don't have graveyards and morgues at all the hospitals, and there's way more people dying there. There's morgues and hospitals? What are you talking about? Are you sure? In every hospital? Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably. In Vancouver, there is only one massive cemetery, and we have so many hospitals. There's got to be morgues. I mean, um... Oh my god, that's fucked. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, okay, so North Lawn, there's morgue. And uh, we were walking down the hallway. We did not have any equipment going. We were just about to, and I swear to fucking God, I mean, I don't believe in God, but I swear to fucking God. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know watching a horror movie and there's a little creepy girl like humming and singing mm-hmm. I fucking heard that really with our own ears which is insane fuck yeah seriously a, like a little girl yeah like humming 
humming a tune, it was fucked up. How did you not just get up and go, Nope, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> I fucking went towards it. Did you, legitimately, did none of these things scare you? Um, I mean, it's... <sighs> yes, but no, I go towards it. But, mm. one of my other stories coming up, I ran away. <laughs> I don't even know if I can handle it. <laughs> it was fucked up. I okay. I would try to find the EVP, but I don't know where it is. Okay, so Crease Clinic. Uh, second floor, there is a little kind of office place. And I was just sitting there. I was waiting for um, my friend to meet me in that room. I see clear as day a doctor in a fucking lab coat walk past. I, I ran out into the hallway. No one fucking there. Seriously? Like, like, legitimately just walks right by you like he's there. Like, legit. Look like a real fucking person. Oh. And I need to remind everyone, these buildings are all fucking empty. There's no one in there. And they've been empty for years. Oh, fucking, yeah, years. Was this at night or in the day? Oh, this was daytime. Oh, for some reason, that makes it creepier. Also, listeners, um, you watch ghost shows. They're always investigating at night. It doesn't fucking matter any time of the day. It does See, not matter. That's the thing is, like, people get scared for some reason when it's mostly at nighttime. But to me, it's really creepy when it's during the day because... It's less expected. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, nighttime is better because the world is generally more quiet and your set, your senses are heightened because it's mm -hmm. dark out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my right. So when you saw, sorry, when you saw this doctor walk by, you got up and you're like, "I'm out. I'm done." No, no, that oh, wasn't no, my. That, was, that oh. was not my running story. I just okay. wanted to look in the hallway and see if he was there still. Mm -hmm. Of course you did. <laughs> okay, here's the running story. Okay. Um, so, me and Matt, my investigation friend, we were alone. It was nighttime, probably around 10 o'clock. We were on the third floor in this crease clinic building. Um, to the left was the stairways, and to the right, back a bit, was this dark fucking room. Um, I can't remember if we were investigating or we were just talking about meeting up with the girls on the other side of the building, but all of a sudden, of this dark room, with our own ears, we hear, GET OUT! Oh, fuck. Loud as fuck. We both looked at each other, we looked at the stairs, and we fucking booked it. Oh, Jesus. It, from this dark room? Yeah, and... To hear a spirit with your own ears is crazy. This, like, rarely happens. And well, that's it was. Because right, isn't the EVP stuff, you don't hear it at the time, right? You hear it Yeah, after. you hear it back when you go and it review it on your computer. So, oh. it was insane. I kind of, when I think about it now, I wish I didn't run. I wish I went into the room. Do you think you could have, though? 
Honestly, do you think you would have had the guts? Uh, maybe, I don't know. It was a really, really angry tone in the voice. Ooh, you're giving me goosebumps. <laughs> I'm going to have to find it for you and uh, play it for you next time. Oh my god. That must have been crazy. I wonder if it was that same guy that was like, I fucking told you to get out last time in my house. <laughs> Same spirit in all the buildings telling me to fuck off. Who is this Scott guy? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I just, um, yeah, that is, I mean, I know when, when you watch horror movies and that sort of stuff happens, it, you definitely know it's for effect, but it's based on real things. And you must have felt that energy coming from that, those words, hey? Oh yeah. I mean, um. I have certain abilities now. Back then, they were a lot weaker. So, I mean, if that happened now, yeah, fuck. I don't even know. You'd walk in and be like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Show yourself. No, I would have felt it. singing an Elsa song. Show yourself. Show yourself. Can you describe your favorite investigation? Well, or was it one of those ones? No, so this isn't really a investigation. So I'm a urban explorer. We explore abandoned buildings. That's where my fo- photography uh, started. So there is a insane asylum up in Kamloops. It's called Tranquil or Padova. Um, so I mean, obviously, what I do is illegal. But, um, so we went up to this property, there's a bunch of different buildings, and we were trying to look for an entrance. Uh, it was me and an ex-girlfriend. And we found an entrance, so there was a walkway on the second floor, kind of going up halfway. So we climbed on the roof of that, and there was a small fucking window where I I had to belly crawl into it. So we got in and we were so fucking excited. We were jumping up and down and cheering and hugging. And then all of a sudden, oh, okay, sorry. When we crawled in, we're in like this shower room or some shit connected to a bathroom. All of a sudden, we hear these heavy, heavy footsteps walking down the hallway and grunting. Oh, fuck. And I mean, these buildings are abandoned, but. I heard rumors that security walked around the buildings. So we froze. Fucking silent as fuck. So I crept towards the bathroom. And then the bathroom goes into a hallway. It's short hallway. And if you turn to the right and you go up, it tees into the main hallway of the entire building. So I go up there. I peek around the corner. There is... Dust on the floor, not a single fucking footprint. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no, just wait. All of a sudden, I hear a door open and slam shut. I was like, what the fuck? There's got to be someone in here. So I went back into the bathroom, boots stomping on the ground, past the bathroom, heard a door open, slam shut, went back out, not a single fucking footprint. Oh, my God. That was 
insane. Plus, I had all the adrenaline of finally getting into this building, and then that happens. And, of course, I didn't have any fucking uh, devices going or anything. Oh, my God. Were you scared? Um, I, I was scared of being caught. I thought it was a person. 100% mm. I thought it was a person. I was like, fuck, I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because you you aren't, you don't watch horror movies the same way that I do, right? No, I stopped watching horror movies because they're too fake to me because yeah. I know the real thing. Well, what's interesting is in all your experiences, you're not scared. Like, especially because you, it, as you said, demons are rare. Yes. Whereas you hear anything like that in a horror movie, you're terrified. Because <laughs> you're like, this is a this is a fucking demon. It's well, coming yeah, right after me. I mean, me. horror movies are different because it shows the fucking demon. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and, well, that's the thing. That's that's why I don't understand how you're not scared. It's the not seeing it thing that is scariest. And you don't see this stuff. <laughs> but you hear it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's 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 tough to explain. I I had one experience actually not that long ago and it scared the living shit out of me. It was probably the most frightening time in my entire life. Okay, okay. But it's not really a story because it doesn't really sound like anything. So recently my uh, abilities have grown a lot. So when I say abilities, I'm a psychic empath so I can sense energies um i've started to see spirits and hear spirits more often anywho so um most of us have heard of elisa lamb she was a vancouver resident and she went on holiday to the states to uh la she stayed in uh oh fuck what was it oh the cecil hotel do you know who okay. I'm talking about? No. What? I mean, I might, I might, as you talk about it, but okay, I well, don't know the name. Well, there's a documentary on Netflix. I think it's called The Cecil. Okay. So. Um, I know the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. It's not still there, is it? Yeah, it is. The strip club's gone. Okay, so in 2000, fuck, I forget when it was. It, it was like 10 years ago, at least. Um, she went down, she was super close with her family, and she kept in contact with them all the time. All of a sudden, contact ceased. Um, I don't want to ruin it, but eventually they found her body. Um, there's been no one charged with anything. Ooh. And there is a famous video of her in an elevator. Um, she's acting frantic, and people think she's on drugs or oh yes, I've heard possessed. about this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What ha, have you seen the video? Um, I'm having a vision in my mind, so I don't know if it's accurate or not. Okay, so. But I feel like she was like, was she holding a dog even? No. 
But I feel like I saw one where it's like somebody's trying to get off the elevator and they're acting really, really frantic and it was a well, no, the, and everyone... The elevator door is open and she like runs down the hallway and comes back and she's pressing all these buttons and shit. Okay. So, anywho... And this, sorry, this was at the Cecil? Yes, this was at the Cecil. Okay. She's from Vancouver. She's buried in uh, the cemetery in Burnaby. I forget okay. what it's called. So, me and three investigators went out to her grave. Now, we use this thing called a spirit box. It sweeps through radio stations. It stays on each station for, like, I mean, you can set it, but, like, 100 milliseconds. And it's said that spirits can talk through the white noise. Okay. So, since it stays on a station for 100 milliseconds, it's super unlikely you'll hear any words. So we're down there, and I asked, what color coat were you wearing in the elevator video? A male voice comes over and says, orange. And then a female voice says, no, you're wrong, it was red. Which, it's red in the fucking video. So, okay, hold on, that's not the scary part. (laughs) Um, It was getting dark. And then, okay, so the three ladies I was with, one is a crazy fucking psychic medium. The other is also a crazy psychic medium. And uh, and a friend. So um, one of the mediums was talking with my friend. And uh, I was standing there with the other woman. I felt this anxiety and anxious. And I looked over. And I saw a fucking black shadow. I mean, it was night, but I saw a fucking black <sighs> shadow. And I turned to Tracy, and I was like, Tracy, how are you feeling? And she's like, I'm kind of fucking anxious. And I was like, do you see that black shadow? She's like, holy fuck, what is that? And so she brought out her phone. And uh, she took a picture. But the thing is, nothing shows up in the picture. But as soon as I looked at that picture fucking pure fear and anxiety set in I started fucking shaking and Tracy's like the watchers are here I was like what the fuck who are the watchers oh my god and I mean it's not any physical evidence or audio evidence but I got scared so fucking bad I ran out of there who are the watchers? Who are the watchers? I don't know who the watchers are. She doesn't even know who the watchers are. So this just came out of her mouth. Yes, she's a second medium. <gasps> so um, that night I got home. Um, my friend Ronnie, she was driving. I was so scared. I don't get scared. Like I've said, I've been locked in fucking rooms by myself. I don't. I'm not scared of the dark. So my house. To get to my front door, I have to walk through a pitch black backyard. I refused it. I refused to do it by myself. Ronnie had to walk me in, sit me down on the couch, and calm me down. Wow. I didn't sleep for two nights afterwards. And I slept with all the fucking lights on in the house. Because something about that energy just. It, oh my. The watchers. It fucking Woo! set me off. And so, um. Was it last weekend? No, two weekends ago, 
I was at a cemetery because I investigate cemeteries. Um, it started to get dusky, and all of a sudden I got super worried and paranoid. And I was like, I have to fucking leave. I can't be here. So I I don't know. It's affected me somehow. Jeez. Do you think you'd ever go back? Yes, not at night though. Really, it affected you that well, much. Well, it affected me that much that the next day, I said I would never ever go back there. Wow. I would go there, but not at night. Fuck no. So, what if you brought one of those EVP things? Well, we we did. I have. And you didn't get anything on there. Oh no, we got we got voices. Oh. <laughs> Fuck okay. yeah, we got voices. And were you able to kind of piece together what the Watchers were, or...? No. Don't know what the Watchers are. She doesn't even know. Uh, yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> no idea. Well, you got balls of steel, Scott. I'm just gonna <laughs> say it. <laughs> well, thanks. Holy moly. Um, do you, <clears throat> I don't even know what to say right now. I, I'm, <laughs> you got me shook. I still can't get that guy's voice out of my head. This Seriously. is my house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this. So if anybody's listening and is in, interested in paranormal investigation or they're intrigued by it, what would you say to them? What would you? What would your advice be? Fucking go for it. Buy a fucking recorder. They're cheap. They're fucking eighty bucks. Uh, don't don't fucking antagonize the spirit. <laughs> it can be really bad. Um, always when you do an investigation at the end, tell the spirit they're not welcome to come home with you. I have so many fucking attachments, and it's insane. Really? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, shit happens at my house all the time. And I know See? my house doesn't have activity, it's my attachments. So what does that, what does exactly an attachment mean? Um, a spirit attaches itself to you when you bring it home and... Like the spirit actually comes home with you or there's like remnants of, of its energy. Oh no, it, it fucking comes home with you. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, for the general public out there, if you want to get into it, uh, you don't want attachments. I've done this for so long that I'm fine with attachments because I actually love when shit happens. I have a fucking haunted fucking photograph hanging on my wall like i love this shit you probably have like a spirit boxing ring in your house and you're just like all right guys go to town <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> this is my amusement tonight i i need to clear it though honestly but whatever well whatever well whatever <laughs> follow me around we'll no big clear deal. it sometime Holy <laughs> that's me Wow. Wow. 
I don't even know how to segue into the movies. I feel like I don't even want to. <laughs> but I'm going to because hearing all of this, it makes sense now why you chose the movies you did. Does it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it does, yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh, fuck. It totally does. You're right. <clears throat> Which is interesting because... It makes me wonder why people are drawn to certain types of horror movies. And that's yours. In, that's interesting because I didn't even think about it, but now yeah. now I'm realizing the, it. The three of yours, one of them is straight up about a dead guy. The second one is about death, lingering death, and unbeknownst to his psyche, you know, guilt about something. He did. Yeah. And then the third one is obviously about a demon, which you said demons are rare, so there's something about that that actually appeals to you. <laughs> Maybe I was a witch in my previous life because I love occult movies. I don't know. I think you were. I mean, I I mean, maybe I'm just I'm a, maybe I'm a non-practicing witch currently. I don't know. Maybe that's what all the boots of all the social platforms are like, why aren't you doing this yet? Yeah, fucking do it. <laughs> Seriously, do it. Just summon, well, don't, summon the demons? No, don't fucking summon. You're not a black witch, are you? <laughs> if I was going to be a witch, it would be a black witch. That's, Come on that's true. <laughs> that's very fucking true. You have a fucking whole train of demons behind you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> why do you think I always want to be the demon? I know. Because you oh. fucking are a demon. I know. That's right. Oh. So we're going to... Um, this is going to be your spoiler alert. We are going to discuss three horror movies. And the format that I am going to start doing, what I've realized now, is people want to know what these horror movies are before we discuss them. So that if they haven't seen them, they can go watch and come back and listen. So I'm going to tell you his three favorite horror movies, and then we're going to launch into them. So Scott's three favorite horror movies are The Sixth Sense, Shutter Island, and The Exorcist. Oh, hey. Well, let's, let's start with The Sixth Sense. Why? Why do you like it? Why is this one of your top? Why? Um, I think it's like... I mean, I watched it when I was younger, and it scared the shit out of me, but just the story about how he's dead really hits me i don't know it's... did you did you see the twist coming when you watched it because i didn't no fuck no fuck but i mean i was young and mm-hmm. i fucking had nightmares about that movie like the fucking <laughs> the fucking lady missing oh, half her fucking vom- head oh the vomiting and stuff oh and the vomiting fuck <laughs> oh you're gonna give me nightmares <laughs> the fuck hey you told me that. <laughs> That's on you, friend. <laughs> Whatever. But that's interesting. So, curious. So, let me see. What year did this come out? Did this come out before you got into Paranormal yes. Investigate? Ooh. Yes. Interesting. It was 1992. I don't know. 96, maybe? I was thinking I 96. Know. Were you? Yeah. Uh, 
99. Oh, 99. Okay, so I was 10. You were 10 in 99. I was 10. And it scared the living shit out of me. I had fucking nightmares. I believe it. Oh, no, it just, it sticks in my head. Mm-hmm. That's when I think a movie is effective. If it has stuck with you. Especially since you were 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, my God. This movie wasn't on my list, but The Ring. Um, what? Oh, the original? Yeah, the what's her name that climbs out of the well? It's like Samara or some shit. Some yeah, yeah. Fuck! If I think of her and I picture her in my head, it scares the fucking living shit out of me, and I have to like fucking go do something else to get rid of her. <laughs> like it's insane. I agree with you. I was young when when that movie came out, and it was very effective because nobody really understood what it was we were watching. Yeah. And as some some kind of um, trivia that I found out, which I didn't write this down, but they were really, really, really afraid of um, putting some of the scenes in there because obviously in hindsight, it was so obvious, but like the one scene where Haley Joel says, I see dead people and the camera zooms in on Bruce Willis's face, which when you're watching it, yeah. Like, of course. It's like so obvious. It's so but obvious, but it's not. So, so obvious. But nobody anticipated that he was dead. And so they ended up keeping it in there. But they were going to cut out that scene because they were like, no, no, no. This is su- super obvious. People are going to pick up on it. Fucking no one picked up on nobody, it. <laughs> no, nobody picked up on it. I know. Holy shit. So these are the two fun facts that I had no idea about. And this first fun fact blew me the fuck out of the water tonight. Okay. Donnie Wahlberg was in it. First of all, I didn't know that. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Mark Wahlberg's brother. What? Who? <laughs> what? I'm glad, I'm glad you're surprised by this too. I gotta yep. Google him. He plays Vincent Gray, which again... I, I, I feel like I keep need, needing to reiterate spoiler alert, but Vincent Gray is the guy who killed him, right? That's why he's dead in the entire movie. It's that guy that <sighs> is all, like, pale. That's Donnie Wahlberg. What? He lost, he lost 43 pounds to play that role because he wanted to prove that he was serious about pursuing an acting career. I had no idea that was Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, my God. That's him? That's Donnie Wahlberg. Holy Fuck, I'm, uh, right? I'm looking on Google Images right now. I'm like, what? Who knew? Donnie Wahlberg, who was a new kid on the block, who is married to Jenny McCarthy, who is Mark Wahlberg's brother. That was him. That's fucking I insane. Had no idea. Yeah. Wow, thank you. No, th- thank you for <laughs> telling me. I wouldn't have known that until I looked this up. And something that I thought was interesting, it's not as exciting as the Donnie Wahlberg thing, but. Apparently, during filming, Tony Collette always woke up in the middle of the night, and it was always to a repeating number. So it was either 111 at 333 or 444. That's a paranormal thing. Yeah. The witching hours and shit. Wait, what was her name? Tony Collette. She plays his mom. Oh. Yeah, I don't know she names is, that well. She's one of my favorite actresses. Well, she's she, amazing. She's she's been in hereditary. She's been in a lot of stuff. She's kind of hot. Yeah, she's a fantastic fucking actress <laughs> too, which makes her even hotter. 
So let's move on to Shutter Island, which is, I'm so glad that you picked this one because it's, it's the same kind of theme as the Sixth Sense in that it sticks with you. Yeah, right? and the fact that now you pointed out that the movies I picked, he's at a fucking mental asylum. Mm -hmm. And spoiler alert, he's a fucking patient. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. I will say the end, like, I remember going to see this movie with my sister in the theater, and this was back when I was really, really fucking cocky about horror movies, and I'd be like, I know the ending, and blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> oh my god, you were totally one of those. I used to be. <laughs> okay, I, can, I still can be from time to time, when it's really obvious, but I did pinpoint that ending in the first five really? minutes. Really? My sister was so mad, she was like, fuck, stop telling me this shit, because I leaned over, and I was like... He's the one who did it. He's not. He's part of it. Like, it's. Oh, my God. Not... You did that in the first five minutes? Yeah. Well, it's funny because Shutter Island is one of the first movies where it. I can't really explain this. <laughs> this is, again, for another, a whole other episode. But I have this thing called I call my inkling. It's my gut, and it tells me things. Well. Anya, that's not a fucking inkling or your gut. That's a fucking ability. Well, I know that. I know. I know you know that, but... I just haven't... I don't know what to do with it. And I just... I knew I knew the ending of this movie. And occasionally... No, not occasionally. When my inkling tells me something, that's always right. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. You're... Yeah. I know. I know. But anyways. Um, so, let's talk about... Why do you like this movie? Aside, obviously, from what we've discussed and what, like, it's obvious why you chose this movie, but what about this movie? Is it obvious why I chose it, though? Is that my I subconscious think... coming up and being like, fuck yeah, <laughs> mental hospitals? No, I don't think it's the mental. I mean, maybe, maybe you have a connection to the mental hospital and your, because uh, that's, one of the first places you investigated. Yeah. Right? That's one of the first places you had an experience. So this movie delves into mental hospital, mental illness, and ghosts. <laughs> so. Okay, so here's what I think. Um, I don't like horror movies, <laughs> as you know. Mm -hmm. I know that. The, the listeners are probably going, wait, what? Well, because I experienced the real thing, and it's nothing like movies. The movies are well, so fake. It's yeah, horrible. You're only, talking about, you're only talking about one element of horror. All horror isn't about paranormal Well, stuff. no, I know, I know. Um, I gotta get you into some of my favorites. Yeah, That's you do. You fucking send them to me or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you told me to pick three favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, these were all movies I watched before I got into paranormal investigating. Maybe not Shutter Island, actually. It's kind of newer, isn't it? E well, <laughs> we're aging ourselves. Fuck, I no. know. <laughs> but I mean, it, um, it came out before Wolf of Wall Street. That was another fun fact. I found out that 2010, so it's 10 years old. <laughs> okay, so, no, so I was into the paranormal. Huh. I I just really enjoyed the movie. I love the fucking twist at the end. And I mean, it's dark. There's like lobotomies and shit going on. And it's a Scorsese and DiCaprio movie. Exactly. How do you not? Yeah. Yeah, he's hot. Why not? 
He's Okay, <laughs> I'm straight, but whatever. He's hot. Well, you know, it's funny about Leo. I don't think he's hot all the time. But he's such a fucking incredible actor that it doesn't matter that he's not hot all the time. This is true. He's just like, oh, fuck, that guy is just one of the best actors out there. What about me? I'm a good actor. Are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Looking, oh, are you thinking all of this? <laughs> Maybe no, you are. Maybe you, you deserve a, I'm totally kidding. a Canadian Oscar for, for this performance. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, you can't go, like like we were saying, you can't go wrong with Martin Scorsese. No, you, you really can't. You can't go wrong with Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo. Like, that's just such a strong combination. Yeah. It was an amazing movie. I loved it. I actually wanted to be on Netflix right now. But it's fucking not. So what am I going to do tonight now? I'll tell you. I'll recommend a movie for you okay. to go watch. Thank you. How's that sound? That sounds good. But I'm going to tell you some fun facts about Shutter Island. It's Things a real not... island. <laughs> <laughs> there, might be a, there might be a real island out there named Shutter Island. I don't know. But um, Mark Ruffalo won his role by sending a fan letter to Martin Scorsese telling him how much he'd love to work with him. Wow. Which I, I, I think that's very endearing, and I like that. That I like is very that. endearing. Like, Mark Ruffalo is a respected actor, and that means he saw the ability in Mark there and was like, you want to work with me? I want to work with you. You know what I mean? I like the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I have two more, two more fun facts. I thought this was really interesting. So there was a psychiatric consultant on set for that movie. Okay. Okay. And he he thinks the ending there was an ending, whereas Scorsese intentionally left the en- ending ambiguous. So this psychiatric consultant believes that the main character, Teddy Daniels, chose to be lobotomized as Andrew Lettuce, or Lettuce, because of his guilt over his past mistakes led him to accept a full lobotomy as a form of suicide. Wait, there's an alternative ending? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, no. So the end, the <laughs> the ending. You you don't. They left it ambiguous. You don't really know oh. if if he was literally losing his mind, or if he was lobotomized, or if he was pretending. I understand. All, all you kind of know is that he, in some capacity, had kind of really delved into his mental illness, and it was overtaking everything and so they left it ambiguous they left it open for you to interpret what your version of the uh. ending was but the psych- psychiatric consultant who was on set believed that yeah no he was legitimately lobotomized because of the guilt because he killed his wife who yeah. killed his kids right interesting so i liked that Did and then <laughs> also this is very very random and i mean if anybody watches martin scorsese they know that he is not a horror director he is not he does i guess crime or thrillers or intense dramas but apparently he pulled inspiration from pre-romero zombie movies for for shutter island what from the night from the 1940s seriously 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, my voice so has never gone that high pitched. <laughs> <laughs> his interpretation of these 1940s zombies movies with Shutter Island. What? Yep. Holy fuck. Who knew? Martin Scorsese is an odd man, but he's also brilliant, so. Oh, fuck yeah. Don't question it. Don't question shit, yo. Don't question. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite and last horror movie. We're uh, talk about the, the Exorcist. Exorcist. So tell me why you like this one. So this one really hit me. It was obviously before my paranormal shit. <laughs> First time I watched it was uh, grade four. Grade four? With a friend. How old are we in grade four? Ten? Yeah, at a friend's house. Parents weren't home. Different times from now, obviously. Um, it scared the complete living <laughs> fucking shit out of me. No kidding. I, I probably had nightmares for a year. I... <laughs> and that's why I picked this movie. <laughs> now, I'm curious. Have you watched it as an adult? Yes. And it still gets you. Uh, no. I mean, it brings up the memories of watching it when I was fucking young. Ten. Ten. <laughs> Sorry, ten. But I mean, it's still a fucked up movie, and there's mm-hmm. most people know about the stories about it. Sorry, behind it about mm-hmm. the filming and curses and dying and shit. So. I mean, that really strikes me. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It's an impactful movie in so many Very, levels. very impactful. Yep, I agree with you, for sure. So, this was a challenge for me because um, I have done fun facts on The Exorcist before and I didn't want to duplicate them. Oh, but I want to hear them. Well, you're gonna have to go back and listen. To oh, that. fuck on ya! <laughs> <laughs> go listen to Andy and I. We talk about um, it's one of our first episodes. I will link it in the description. Ooh, yes, please. But one, these are three fun facts I did not know until I looked this up. I don't know how I didn't see them the first time with with Andy, or maybe I did and I chose not to say them because there are a lot with this movie, as you said. Um. But the first, this first fact kind of really gets under my skin a little bit. Oh. So the entire set at one point caught on fire. Okay. Yep. It delayed production for six weeks. They then asked a priest to bless the set. But the strangest thing, the only room that did not burn was Regan's demonic bedroom. What? Right? That's fucked up. That's fucked. That's so <laughs> that's, fucked up. That's fucked. Yeah. That is that is demon. That right there. is fucking demonic right there. Well, I mean, maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, they burned down the entire set except for that onerous. Yeah, <laughs> while they're to yeah. Pizazu? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, it's fucking demonic. They summoned some sort of shit. For sure, a hundred percent. Um, another fun fact was <laughs> some theaters handed out barf bags with this movie. What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did anyone use the barf bags? Oh, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In all of the fun facts that I was looking up, like, like hundreds of people were, there were people passing out. There were people like projectile vomiting in the theater. What? One woman passed out and as she fell, she broke her jaw and she <laughs> sued the company. Oh she sued the production company. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I was 10. I didn't have a fucking bar fag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's a different time. So it's, it's not the same for us to say. Right. But That's this true. was one of the, I personally wouldn't look at this movie and barf myself, but obviously it was happening. If, they were handing them out. Yeah, that's that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> and the the last thing that I thought was very cool was the scenes where Father Karras visits his mother in Bellevue. They actually contained real mental patients, and some of those mental patients were recorded using hidden cameras. Whoa, that's right? uh, yeah. Yep. You were playing with fire. Wow. Like, come on, guys. No wonder you had demons. Yeah, no kidding. Spinning around and killing people off and burning the set. Fuck, if you did that nowadays, holy shit. Oh. Lawsuit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you so much, Scott, for being on this episode and thrilling. I'm absolutely thrilling everybody who's listening. This is... I still have goosebumps from that man's voice. It's I'm going to have nightmares now. Well, Anya, thank you very much for having me as a guest. Oh, it was a pleasure. You're welcome. And I challenge you to get more stories because you were absolutely coming back on here to thrill us with more. Fucking hundreds of more stories. Oh, I'm <laughs> so excited. I'm so excited. But also... I want you to talk about um, a little bit of your photography page and tell people where they can find you and what you have coming up. So, uh, photography, I started with abandoned buildings. Recently, I've discovered gore horror photography, which is fucking amazing. You can find me on Instagram, sleroy89. Uh, Anya and I have done some very very amazing work lately mm -hmm. um upcoming i have a shoot with anya and uh andy and mm -hmm. uh it's gonna be fucking awesome yes stay tuned i'm not going to tell you what we're doing because that'll ruin it <laughs>